If you believe We've got a picture and perfect plan We've got you fooled Cause we only do the best we can And sometimes we make it And sometimes we fake it But we're getting one step closer each and every day Figure it out on the way Hey, hey, what up? It's a fine, fine day to be alive now, isn't it? Now, I don't know how it is with normal people. They probably, ha I, I gotta assume people have goals and aspirations and things to look forward to in life. But I got none of that stuff going on. I think the last time I dared to dream was the year 2014 when I... I wouldn't even say 2014 is 2014. I was going to say I dreamt about getting into the radio industry. Nobody dreams about getting into radio. Let's face it. In the entertainment industry, that's definitely the lesser of between that and becoming like a superstar actor or even like a famous comedian or something. That's definitely on the lower end of the totem pole. Like the only thing lesser would be you're dreaming of being the janitor at the radio station. And I wanted to just be like, oh, it must have been the year before then, uh, 2013 then. I dreamt of being with a cutter girl, but then again, I'm like, who the hell dreams of being with a cutter? Don't get me wrong, I'm a mess, but not that much of a mess. I'm not looking for someone with more mental health issues than me. In fact, I'd like one with very few who can guide me through mine. Let's face it, I'm quite weak-minded. I could not guarantee you. I'm actually almost leaning towards if I were dating a girl who cuts, she could easily convince me that it's a great idea and that I should do it too. So probably the last time I dreamt about anything was before being in theater school. Yeah, when I was like, oh, I want to be a superstar actor someday, a world-famous comedian. And I showed up to theater school. I'm like, I'm like, oh, if this is the industry, this is not what I want to do at all. And I definitely know there's people out there who dream to be parents, who dream to someday see their son or daughter take their first step, see their first word, see them off to their first day of school. I've never had those thoughts. And at this point, I'm pretty real. Those types of things will be a pipe dream. Not that I couldn't knock up abroad, because I'm sure there's some disgusting, decrepit-looking thing out there who would be down. But no. If I accidentally knock up anything less than a 7.5, you bet your ass I'm on the road. I'm on the run. In order for me to ever experience sticking around and being with my kid, I'd have to be with a babe. I'm not greedy, not a super babe, but a regular old babe, and that just ain't happening. So I've now sunken down to a new low. I've become one of these losers who the only thing they got going for them the only thing they're looking forward to, the only reason they're still drawing breath is for movies or a television series to come out, like Marvel movies and for a while there, Game of Thrones and I want to say Fear the Walking Dead, but nobody... Like, you're, you're drawing breath unnecessarily if you're looking forward to Fear the Walking Dead, bud. You know what, man, Walking Dead. Because just as I was starting to make concrete plans 
to calling it a day when I turned 40, mostly by learning about what combinations of drugs and alcohol to take to OD painlessly and or going down the harder road of learning how to tie a noose. But now all that bullshit's out the window. I got a new reason to live. My old reason to live is back. Lizzie McGuire, baby. Woo! That's right. At D23, I got no idea what the hell that means. Is this a Jordan or LeBron type of thing? Like, 23, GOAT. Disney is the GOAT. And honestly, after this, I can't even, I can't even argue that. Like, I was in the camp. I'll never get rid of Netflix. What the hell? I'll keep it here. They're definitely going to have more cool shit on here than Disney Plus will. Disney Plus is just going to be a bunch of their old movies, which you're going to watch once or twice. And not all of them. Realistically, I was just going to watch like movies I've already seen. And then the straight-to-home video sequels that I never bothered to pony up for as a child. Like Aladdin 3, King of Thieves, or Cinderella 2, 3, and 4. Oh, so much for Happily Ever After. And I was going to tune in for WandaVision. So I'm like, outside of that, I'm not going to use it. I'm still going to use my Netflix. But now, I'm like, Netflix, you better step up your game, bud. Disney just whipped it out and put it on the table. And I got to say, it's scary how large it is. Let's just say you can no doubt play baseball with it. Because they went crazy. Did you watch this thing? Well, I mean... Was there a way to watch this thing? I've only seen the highlights. And even on 20 minutes of highlights, each segment being about a minute long, I skipped like half of it. So there's so much content, so much new shows and such that are coming down the line. Whether or not it's any good, whether or not it's interesting to anyone other than, you know, someone who's really old or really young, doesn't matter. They've got all kinds of new content coming out, but never mind any of it right now other than Lizzie McGuire. I can't believe this thing is coming back. At least not now. It it always baffled me why they didn't do more Lizzie like years ago. Before Hilary Duff got knocked up by that loser piece of shit Mike Comrie. Like I know at some point she broke away to do music. But it was still the Disney label. I, I forget what it's called now. But it was still their label. Like they were basically still in business with Hilary Duff. Well, actually, there was a rumor at one point, and I don't know how real this was or just some complete bullshit somebody made up, but there was supposed to be an ABC series where Lizzie went to high school. But then I think about it a little bit more, and I guess what it all boils down to is the Benjamins. Or here in Canada, the Queen Elizabeths. Her Majesty, what up? Because I'm assuming even on an ABC budget, which is probably much, much, much greater than a Disney Channel budget, she's still raking in way more money doing concerts and getting merch and stuff and doing movies in half the time. Because with TV, I'm assuming you're filming like eight months out of the year. And if you film a movie, you could probably get it done in five. And I'm assuming at the time she was negotiating herself paychecks on those movies that are worth millions as opposed to... You know, being on ABC and making maybe 500000 to a $1 million for your whole year's work. So it all makes sense. But then there was a bunch of dark years where she wasn't the it girl anymore. Where she was pumping out crap that even old Kenny didn't go and see. But like a couple months ago, I found this clip. I don't even know why or how. It must have been one of those nights where you just go down this dark, dark rabbit hole of YouTube videos. And this is not even the worst. 
like this one I didn't feel ashamed to have seen. There's other ones where I'm like, I don't even know why I'm watching this. This is not hot to me at all. I feel bad for the person in this video. Whereas this one, it was like Hillary Duff on some like WBCW show where she was like making out with some girl and then I think some dude joined in so they they you know off screen had themselves a three way. Oh Hillary, what the hell are you doing, girl? You're doing smut like this? Why not go back to ABC and Disney and be like, all right, my career has hit an all-time low. It's not Lindsay Lohan low. I won that war. I'm not doing blow off some dude I just met at the club 20 minutes ago. And I'm 24 and I still look 24 and not 44 like a certain dirty ginger wannabe. So I won that war, but it's a low bar at this point. It's time for Lizzie to make a comeback. I'm going to prove to everybody that I'm the real deal. And this Hannah Montana is also a poser, which it turns out she was. It turns out, holy crap, that's the biggest fake in Disney Channel history. Oh, I'm just a sweet southern girl. I'm just silly. I make comedy. I sing really sweet, innocent songs. That's who I am on the inside. Fast forward three years. Well, look how long my tongue is. I'm just peeing on the street. Hannah Montana's dead. Look how cool I am. I do drugs. I'm the first rock star to ever do drugs. After all these years and after all the attempts to replace her, they have yet to find anybody who could do it better. They have yet to find anybody who could do it better than the Duffster. And even though I think she could have done this probably five, six years ago, I guess the timing for it could not be any better because now we're in the era of nostalgia shows. We've ran out of new shit to talk about. We've ran out of cool creative concepts. Now we're just rehashing the hell out of everything. And in some respects, successfully, like Fuller House. Like, that's what I was worried about, because I've had a few days now to kind of look into what this show is going to be about. But at first, I was super excited about it, but I totally thought they were going to go Fuller House in the sense they were going to have Lizzie McGuire be like a single mom, go back to her hometown, Gordo's still there, Ethan's still there, and they're going to have to duke it out and figure out who wants to play daddy to some illegitimate son of a gun. But they are going kind of in a direction that could potentially make it too different of a show than what the original was and what everybody loves. Because Hilary Duff describes it as Lizzie is leading her perfect life now. I'm like, that's probably not a good place to start. Lizzie was supposed to be a loser. She was clumsy. She did embarrassing things. She's a bit of a screw up. She's my kind of girl. But now, she has her dream job. She's somehow managing to live in New York, despite how expensive that shit is. And one of the greatest dilemmas that she faced as a young woman, which never happened in a million years, if I went to school with Hillary Duff, unless she was, like, dirt poor, which was a weird thing back then. Like, there was a really hot girl, but she was just dirt poor, so nobody liked her. But shy of that, believe me, somebody's trying to date Lizzie. There's no doubt about it. If worse came to worse, I didn't even care if Lizzie were poor. I would have been like, hey, listen, one of my talents in the future is going to be hovering around that poverty line. And even though I'm quite 
willing to, you know, no longer be living, am quite unable to be killed. Much like the cockroaches that will infest my apartment. So don't worry, girl, we're gonna make this happen. I know people like going on dates to the movies on a Friday, but we're gonna need to go on a Tuesday because we're gonna need to be frugal to do it my way. But one of the great dilemmas, one of the great challenges of my youth was suspending my disbelief to be like, oh, no one wants to date her. That's crazy talk. But it made the show amazing. She had a thing for Ethan, had a thing for Aaron Carter, which appeared on the show for some reason. Yes, yes, Hillary, I know you're dating her in real life, but do you need to cram that down my throat? And while we're at it, why the hell did you decide it was a good idea to put Little Romeo in your Christmas album? Yes, yes, I know you need to appear woke, but but Jesus Christ and rapping don't go well together. Hmm? The jolly fat man and urban shit do not go hand in hand. You're harsh my vibe. I'm listening to the whole album, enjoying myself, and then when it comes on where he's like, uh, yeah, Hillary, I gotta get up off my fat ass after having two or three wonderful Christmas meals in the time span most people only have one, and sometimes this happened in the middle of July, and I have to go skip it. You're harsh my vibe, Hillary, but it's okay. You're back with Lizzie McGuire. All's forgiven. But yeah, it's weird. Because part of her charm was, even though being super nice, super hot, super sweet, she could never get a dude. Even though the perfect guy for her was there right under her nose all along. Gordo's your dude. Never mind Ethan. The guy is stupid. Don't get me wrong. He's a stud. He's good looking. That'll get you pretty far in life, sadly. And he's white, mostly. I used to be all those things, just not white. And look where I am now. Partying with poverty. But now she's got herself... A very successful chef boyfriend at a Soho restaurant. I don't even know what that means. But it sounds douchey. It sounds like a brainless Ethan type that became a brainless chef. No, no, I'm being harsh. I take that back. Chefs aren't brainless. They just appear that way because of all the coke they're on. And one of the selling points Hilary Duff was talking about was... I don't know if she was saying in the first episode or pretty early on in the season, she's approaching her 30th birthday. And that's going to be a huge change for her. That's a big deal. But you know what? I think for Lizzie McGuire, that would be a big deal. And there's a very good chance it's going to be a fun and riveting time full of adorable insecurities and cute, clumsy, adorable ways she's going to act out in coping with turning 30. But I've turned 30 It really isn't a big deal. I know the argument is, well, women, it's different for them. They turn 30. It's like, why? Most women, by the time they turn 24, look like they're 47 anyway. 30 should not be the number they fear. 23 is more like it. Oh, man, it's real tough for me to keep thinking, man, if I just stuck with acting, who knows? Maybe I would have gotten to be big enough, not to be like a star of the show, but like maybe realistically, I would be working at the dry cleaner down in Manhattan, New York, where she frequents and gives her business to. Maybe I could have been a writer or on the creative team and then wrote a bit where I'd be like, here's the thing with 30, though, Lizzie. It's really no big deal. 30 is much like your 20s, except that, well, if you're anything like me, in your 20s, you're, like, angry and unsuccessful and 
borderline suicidal. Whereas in your 30s, you want to be all these things. You aspire to be all these things, but you're just so tired all the time. You don't got the juice in you to be any of these things. And that's with a nap. Without the nap, you don't even have the juice to aspire to be these things. You're just aspiring to get home as fast as you can to take that nap. I am no lie, 100% legit excited to see this show. So long as it feels like the Lizzie McGuire of old, just, you know, updated with some of the sensibilities of how people shoot today and how storytelling works today. But I would hate it if it were a completely different show just featuring Lizzie McGuire. If we're doing a nostalgia show, please be a nostalgia show. But I think it will go back to that because the original creator is still alive. So he's he's aboard. He's doing it. And she did say at the very end of the first episode, there's a huge decision for her to make. I feel like the boyfriend, the douchebag, is going to propose and she's going to have to say no. She's like, you know what? I need to go home. I need to go back. Where the hell were they from, actually? Was it like Power Rangers, where it's like Angel Grove? Like, uh, was that a real city? I'm assuming it's not a real city. Man, I should have done some research before I came on here. Well, whatever. It's all beside the point. She, I feel like she's going to go home, and that's where this thing's going to pick up. She's going to realize New York's not for me. I'm not a hipster douchebag. I'm just a silly girl who likes to goof around with my friends and my family. Put on a blonde old wig at night and sing me some songs. That's the next reunion. Oh my gosh, could you imagine the Hannah Montana reunion show? Oh, that's an episode on its own. I'm hoping someday. I'm almost certain someday is going to happen because what the hell is Miley doing these days? Cheating on Liam Hemsworth? Am I right? Am I right? What? (laughs) Oh, I hate those entertainment shows. But there's not too much that's known at this point. I don't even know if they've even begun shooting. It sounds like there are scripts at least, but doesn't sound like they've started shooting. And it does sound like Gordo, Miranda, and all of the old gang is going to be back, or at least that's on the table. If not for a full season, maybe like the Fuller House guys where, you know, the real big stars who don't need the money could just walk away from it. But that's none of them. None of them are big stars. Hilary Duff's the only star that ever came out of that show. I remember seeing her brother one time, not her actual brother. She doesn't have an actual brother, just one older sister. But the brother on the show, Matt, he was on like, like some homicide show, like CSI or something. And he was like, was he the guy? Was he the, the predator or was he the victim? But he looked messed up. Clearly, being a child star did not work for him. Or it worked for him too well. You know, a lot of late nights with the, you know, those ladies of the night and uh, old lady white powder, you know? And I wouldn't be surprised if that happened to everybody on that show. Like, maybe the reason why they haven't begun shooting is everybody's going to the Betty Ford Clinic. Everybody's going to sober up. Everybody's getting clean. Everybody's hitting the gym so they don't look like... Well, I was going to make a Princess Leia joke, but I feel like it's too soon. But you know where my mind was going. And as I said, I hope this show is like the original, but just she's grown up. Like, I'm assuming Hilary Duff, it sounds like she's involved creatively, but I don't know if she's like officially an executive producer, so she has a lot of say. But I hope she remembers what that character is about. And despite grown up, 
you know, to kind of be this fashionista girl that she doesn't impose too much of that, impose too much Hillary on Lizzie McGuire. To me, she's grown up to be kind of a serious person, which is fine. She's an actress. As long as she can turn that on and off, that's fine. But yeah, I hope like life doesn't... Well, in this case, I want... I know life didn't imitate art too much, but I hope art doesn't imitate life is what I meant. Like Taylor Swift, right? Like her shit is just nonsense now. Because she's become... She's moved to the big city. She's moved to New York. And she's affected and influenced by, you know, that scene and such. And her art has severely suffered for it. It is complete hot garbage. Wait a minute. Give me a second. Let me finish up. I'll get to Taylor in a second. But Lizzie McGuire, Disney Plus. Oh my goodness. I can't wait. And I actually kind of wished I had watched the... I don't know. Again, I don't know if that was an option. And I was at Fan Expo all day. So that probably wasn't an option either way. But if I were able to stream it live, that would have been amazing because this dude, granted, he's at least a middle-aged white man, probably more than middle-aged, kind of an old white man. This dude, if I were a rapper, I would hire him to be my hype man because he threw a huge curveball. He totally bamboozled everyone. He's like, we're rebooting Lizzie McGuire. Crowd went crazy. But I think had I watched it live, my stomach would have dropped. Because the next move he did was, and we did a national search for the new Lizzie. I think I would have clicked it off right there and started sending death threats to him and his family. Because you do not cast someone else to play Lizzie McGuire. Solo's been on Netflix for like three months now. I refuse to watch that movie, even though I hear it's alright. It's not bad, it's even good. Not great, but good. Would not be a waste of time, but as far as I'm concerned, there is one Han Solo. And we don't need to see a young Han Solo, because in the original movie, he was a young Han Solo fool. So I wouldn't have touched his shit had they gone down the road of casting a new Lizzie McGuire, but they didn't. Buddy was like, we looked all around, and we finally found someone. And what we found, we liked about her, what made her different from all the other girls was she was just more grown up. Now, he made a mistake. He should have just been like, the new Lizzie McGuire, ladies and gentlemen, and have the music blare. No, it should have been Why Not, not the theme song. It should have been Why Not blaring, and Hilary Duff walks out on stage. I take it back. He can't be my hype man. That This is... This is WWE 101, how to get a big pop from the crowd. She should have come out with an Austin 316 shirt, a glass mural of a cartoon Lizzie McGuire breaks and she walks through, fingers wagging. But regardless, I'm looking forward to this. I was going to get Disney Plus day one anyway because it's $8.99, but now I'm getting it day one. Nothing to do with $8.99. You know what? I'm looking down at the clock here. I've been recording for a long time. And even though in post, I'm sure I'll strip a few minutes off of this thing. We're still looking at probably a half hour episode. I got some time today. And I got plenty of stuff to talk about. Because D23 was amazing. So, two episodes this week. Why not? Take a crazy chance and why not? Do a crazy dance. All right, that's episode 214 of the Kenny Ho Show. I hope you had a good time. Thank you for listening. You know I always appreciate it. We'll talk 
really, really soon. And until then, you take care of yourself. And even though it's not, because I'm just about to record another episode, but let's just pretend that it's nap time. Toodles! Toodles!